Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was shit. <laughs> Why was that so quiet? That? Oh no! It's got a hold of you wrong. Maybe. maybe. Oh. Yay! I just slammed my glass against a bottle. Like the Queen launching a ship. Um, <laughs> welcome okay, to episode everyone. 18 of Two Pounds In! Oh. Okay, catch up. Hi everyone! Oh my goodness, that was. Bit of a that was seat. crap. This is because we're starting early. It's what it's like. Not even three o'clock. It's it's. This is the earliest we've ever recorded. Well, I know, but oh. this is the earliest we've ever done a podcast. I know, but why are we three during the day at this time? Oh, that's what's an going on? What time of year is it? Well, it's a Friday. It's Friday. In November. The 9th of November. Yes. And we felt that it was necessary to have a pre-celebratory day off because someone's birthday's tomorrow! Don't be me! <laughs> yeah! Yeah! Oh. Well, that's a bit better. Oh. Yay. Um, yeah, it's my birthday tomorrow. So, mm. I had taken the day off anyway, because I like a long weekend. Mm-hmm. And then Vix messaged me saying, oh, oh, I could take the day off as well. What would you want to do? I know. That was, that was the fun part. And that part. was like a red rag. But I think this is quite... I think people would be surprised at what we've decided to do. Mm-hmm. Because most people would probably think, you'd go to a spa, you'd go for brunch, you'd go for lunch, you'd go to, like, <laughs> Soho. No. no. <laughs> we went to Lidl. <laughs> and now we are watching my favourite actress of all time, my favourite movies, my favourite actress of all time, all day long. It's Julia Roberts Day. Julia Roberts. <laughs> so, um, well, this all came about really because you said yes. recently that you had never seen Erin Brockovich. Yes, before you all collapsed on the floor. Which is uh, her Oscar-winning yes. performance and has to be done. So that inspired the idea for today. Yeah, because there's a couple of films that I haven't seen. So we've yeah, you've be... never seen Steel Magnolias. No. Oh my god! Oh. I mean, we forgot the tissues. Oh, <laughs> it's gonna be bog roll, isn't it? Bog roll and tears. <laughs> oh, the name <laughs> of my autobiography. <laughs> it was swallowing sick on the dance floor. It's now gonna be bog roll and tears. Um. So yeah, you've never seen Stepmom. No, I've never seen Stepmom. I've never seen Stella Magnolias, and I've never seen Mystic Pizza. I've never seen. Oh, we don't have that. Don't uh, we? What's the other one? There's quite a lot, actually. She's had a very illustrious career. Yeah, as as I keep saying to you, if, if they if she didn't star in a Disney film, I didn't really know much about it. And we're not watching Hook. Lawrence. <laughs> because I don't give no fucks about Hook. Of course. <laughs> That's okay. We've got, I mean, to be fair... Have you seen, like, the big rom-coms like Pretty Woman, My Best Friend's Wedding, mm-hmm. Notting Hill, mm-hmm. Runaway Bride? Yeah. So, I mean, Pretty Woman has a very, very special place in my heart. Um, Mighty. All, my, all the listeners that went to school with me and all my friends will know that um, at school, um, Pretty Woman was, it played a big part in our lives because it was... I think, like, the only VHS we had. I went to boarding school, so... Uh, it was the, the film that we watched every Saturday. That, I think, Austin Powers, and what was the other... There was three that we had. And we watched them over... Dirty oh, Dirty Dancing. Dancing, that was it, oh. yeah. James. Yeah. So Dirty Dancing, Pretty Woman, and Austin Powers, I think, were the three films we had. And we just watched the VHSs over and over again. Oh. Over and over again. Like, so... You know, we were just saying earlier that we both know, like, nearly all the... I know every single yeah. line to Pretty Woman. Yeah. Because when I was at school, and it was that... I think I've said this on the podcast before, but 
before I came out. So Pretty Woman came out in 1990. Mm-hmm. I came out in 1993. So that last three years of like secondary school, I had to pretend to fancy a famous woman. They're like, wait, wait, wait. And so it was just Julie Roberts because she was, because everybody fancied her because she's beautiful. I just wanted to be her. Be her, yeah. <laughs> and so I just watched Pretty Woman all the time. And people thought, oh, he fancies her. I was like, no, I just want to go shopping on Rodeo Drive. <laughs> I want to go to the opera. Oh, oh. Some of the and I want a prostitute just... best friend called Kit DeLuca. <laughs> and I want to go to the Blue Banana. <laughs> oh and have like a dinner of olives and like orange. <laughs> she knows like, snack, snack, snack. <laughs> oh, that's what I want. In my dream. I know. But it's got, I think there's a, you know... There's a real poignancy about the film. You know, there's a lot about it that I think was really empowering as well. Like, absolutely. You know, there, there was a lot of bravery. And you will meet your Prince Charming. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not what I'm uh, for. I mean, it's the first bit works for me. I've not yet met my Prince Charming. No, but well, well, you will. That's that's a good thing. Well, He's to come. But well. did you know that this film though? I was I was um I was reading up this morning and I was looking at the did you knows and trivia's and all that. By the way, if you can hear a load of dragging and chewing in the background, it isn't Philip or I. The dog has got some new chews. It's definitely a dog She's in the room, but chew. not this one. She's got a chew. <laughs> yeah, um, the dog's dragging around. Oh, you're about to say about the. What, how it was supposed to end? So there was, yeah. So basically, they didn't know that it was going to end the way it did. But also, oh, no, the film to be really dark. Yeah, the film originally was written to be about the Vivian Julia Roberts character was supposed to be a drug addict. Yeah. And Kit was supposed to be like her drug dealer. Yeah. And they made it. They they wanted to make it really dark, but then when they got Julia Roberts and Richard Gere. And Julia persuaded Richard to do it because Richard was going to turn it down. God, she's so good. I know. And she basically, apparently she was in the room with Richard and he was on the phone to the producer. Apparently she just passed him a note saying, please, will you do it? And he was just about to tell him no and he went, okay, I'll do it. Oh, you know. And the chemistry is just amazing. I know. And And there's so many bits in the film. The bit where he snaps the jewelry box shut, which he does that roughly. That was not part of the script. Yeah, that no, they just kept happened. it. Yeah, uh, they, they did play so a lot natural. in the. Um, there was a lot of like jokes apparently on set. So can you remember that bit where he agrees with her, um, how how much she's going to pay her for the week, and she falls back into the bath oh, under the yes. bubbles. Yeah. So what I was reading today, which I thought was quite funny. My worst nightmare. My eyes would be stinging for days. <laughs> well. They, when she went under and she came back up, the first time they recorded it, the whole set left. So when she oh, came back up on uh, from the water, or including the cameraman, they'd all gone. So she oh. was like, where is everybody? Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> but also, I <laughs> like there is an important lesson from Pretty Woman. Anyone that grew up in the 80s, 70s, 80s, 90s, mm. learnt, probably not you, but learnt table manners... From Pretty Woman, because I had never <laughs> yeah. been to a posh restaurant before. Yeah. And, like, the, uh, whatever the, um... The, the salad for... Um, Barney, the hotel manager, was like, just uh, from the outside in. Yeah. With your cutlery. I didn't know that. Oh, it's not just a film. That's it's so true, education. actually. I guess people would have learned that. I would never have known that. And did you know, you know that scene in the restaurant where she goes, slippery little suckers. Yeah. When she flicks the snail... They, um, the same waiter who caught the snail is in Princess Diaries, where Anna, Anne Hathaway, plays, I can't remember her name, but the princess, and she does exactly the same thing. Doesn't say Slippery to Suckers, but it's the same waiter that catches the snail. trivia. I know, right? Full of it. God love IMDb. So... So the plan for this afternoon is we are going to watch... Uh, so the podcast is going to be in different parts. Yeah, we're going to try something new. This might this might work, it might fail. 
So we're going to watch Pity Woman because yeah. what else are you going to start with? Mm-hmm. Then we're going to come back and then we go. There are children there, son. <laughs> uh, kill them. <laughs> and then we are going to watch Erin Brockovich because Vix has never seen it. Yes. Uh, and then um, we're going to get Vix's instant reaction. And then the third film is up for debate. Yeah. But we have. Um, it's either going to be <laughs> Shut your mare. Shut up. It's either going to be Stepmom, Notting Hill, yeah. My Best Friend's Wedding, yeah. or Still Magnolias. Yeah. So. So I've seen two, two of them. There's two kind of funny ish ones. Yeah. There's two sloppy ones. Yeah. So I've seen Notting Hill and I've seen Best Friend's Wedding. So I have not seen Still Magnolias or Stepmom. Uh, and it's all back to the uh, Bogwell and... Tears, <laughs> yes. yes. Bloody tears. Bogwell and Sorry Tears. Yes, so... that'd be interesting how this goes, because obviously an average film, about an hour and a half, how, how quick do we uh, take to drink a bottle of Prosecco? Uh, about 15 minutes. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we'll um, we'll see how that goes. and we'll see uh, how that goes. Yeah, but, so... Um, yeah, so we're going to crack on with Pretty Woman. Yeah, and we'll uh, we'll see you on the other side, guys. Okay, while we're in do. <laughs> We've only been doing this for 18 episodes and we've had so many shit clones that now we're just clanging bottles. Wait, two bottles in. We're literally we're, two bottles we're, in. We're. <laughs> so, we um, have just finished watching Pretty Woman. Wild women do. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. That's the best bit. No, no, it's not. Oh, there's no, so there's many, so good, many bits. good bits. I never treated you like a prostitute. You're just, just dead. <laughs> ah, so good. Oh, honey, I got a hole in my pantyhose. I'm not wearing pantyhose. <laughs> if you've never seen the film Pretty Woman, this is lost on you. <laughs> so I would take a long, hard look at your life. Um, yes. How uh, can you get to your 30s and 40s and not have seen Pretty Woman? I don't know. We do need to, we need to be able to educate the youth on this. You know, well, interesting you say that. I have a friend who's a teacher and he said the other day that he was teaching and someone in his class had never heard of Madonna. He's put it on the top of the curriculum for the next year. Yes, I do, I do Unforgivable. Yeah. People, I think the the youth of today, not wanting to sound like so, someone uh, from the golf my, club. <laughs> my girls, oh, my the, the youth of today, I think you need to know what happened before. But that's the thing. I think there's so much like God forbid that they think the world is full of Reese Witherspoons. But Reese Witherspoons to them is who like. Oh, it's Judy Dench like, is to us. Oh, who is it now? Be like Jennifer Lawrence. Not even Jennifer Lawrence. She's probably old now. Yeah, I think she'd be old now. Oh, who is it now? It's like oh, pitch well, perfect we people. Know because oh, like uh, Anna Kendrick. Yeah. Oh, though she is amazing. She is amazing, and what a voice! What seriously, a voice. what a voice. <sighs> but, uh, yeah, so anyway, pretty woman. Tangent. <laughs> classic. Oh, it's nineties so rom com. <laughs> I mean, it all goes... Uh, and you cannot things. resist the rom-com. Oh, absolutely. Oh, it's just I mean, phenomenal. Uh, and it's, like I said to you in the film, apart from the prostitute bit, it's everybody's girl's dream. Everybody, I don't know, sometimes, dream. you know, easy money. Well, you know, the, you could use it as, I'm sure there's some sort of technical, analytical... Tax. Okay, that's true. Oh, <laughs> you don't pay tax. Oh, my God. All right, let's not go to the second career here. You know. Oh, God, seriously. I wouldn't have <laughs> enough to, like, open an account. <laughs> I wouldn't have enough to work a 2P machine. Oh, anyway, man. but it was amazing. It was... I haven't seen that film for years, and I used to watch it consistently every weekend at school, and it was just as good as it used to be. I am so pleased we watched it. I know. I haven't seen it for days. <laughs> so Hours. <laughs> it was good. So, yes, no, good call. First film, excellent. So and now, 
Now. We are going to watch. <gasps> so, this is very good because this is so... It's the film she won the Oscar for. She'd been nominated mm-hmm. twice before for an Oscar for Best Supporting Actress for Steel Magnolias. Yeah. And Best Actress for Pretty Woman. Yeah. Not one. So, ask, uh, answer me a question. Okay. Erin Brockovich or Vich or what? Erin Brockovich. And it's based on a true story. Based on a true story. Directed right. by Steven Soderbergh. So, I mean, it's Soderbergh, very works. As in the Steve, it seems, as in... Uh, Steven Soderbergh. <laughs> Oh. No, it's in the Art of Artifactualness. So it's very different to what she'd done before because she'd been very rom-com. She'd done a few, like, Pelican Brief, bit of conspiracy theory, yeah. that kind of thing. Was, was Erin before different. the Mexican or after the Mexican? Oh, I don't know. When yeah, was Erin Brockovich? Uh, Not that I'm trying to test you on anything of this, but I'm just trying to ask because I'm... It Drunk was... Out. Oh, you're getting... Oh, okay. You're getting the DVD. All right. It was... I'll have you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I get my glasses on. Uh, it was 2000. So the Fuck. Mexican was... Uh, all right. Um, the Mexican was 2000 and... I don't know. The Mexican three? was awful, though. Mm. It was a really bad I'm only basing it on that it. because of the podcast you told me to listen to... Which is the Oprah Soul Super Soul, Super Soul Conversations with Julia Roberts, Part One and Part yeah. Two. I've only listened to Part One, but she talked about how she met Danny, her now husband, mm. on the Mexican. Oh, I see. So I am putting it into relevancy on that education I have just I got this morning. See, no, she was not with him when she did. When she did Aaron Brockovich, she was going out with Benjamin Bratt because he was her date to the Oscars. Okay. Knowledge, very good. Yeah. Do you know that she used to date Kiefer Sutherland? She did, and she was engaged to Lyle Lovett. Yeah. And she was engaged to Kiefer Sutherland and called it off like the and night called it before. off, didn't she? Like a couple of days before the wedding. Um, but Not now she's been with Danny Moda for well ages. They've mm. got teenagers. Now. Yeah, because they've got two twins, two twins, 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 and a, <laughs> and a boy. Yeah. Twin. A non-twin. <laughs> a non-twin. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Hmm. It's something very noisy going on outside. Do they not know we're recording a podcast? Um, but yeah, so no, it's really different. It's such a different style of film. It's very, it's very moving. But there's very funny bits in it as well. Okay, do I need tissues for this? Yes, you do. Albie. If you don't, we need tissues, Albie. You're dead inside. I'm but what? She's feisty. Did you just say I'm dead inside? If you don't need tissue. Oh, sorry. I was like, oh, no. I'm I just create not saying, a fucking RSPCA advert. I'm not saying you just, I'm not just like, oh, by the way, hashtag, if you don't, sorry. <laughs> it's not like a public service announcement. I'm probably the one that cries at more things than you. Yeah, I don't find much. Uh, but this film, she's feisty, she wears a push up bra. That was the famous with the film, she had like tits. She's mm. feisty, but the, the whole point of the film is uh, that she's placed in a situation where she has to deal with some very difficult issues. Um, but there's so many good lines in it. And the only thing I know about the film is that it's something to do with law. Like, yeah. she either becomes a lawyer or she needs to hire a lawyer or something like that. That's all I know. That's literally it. This is so exciting. Wow. And then there's that one bit I've seen on the TV where um, a guy asks for her number. Oh, yeah. Eh? He's really sexy as well. Yeah. He asks for a number. Aaron Eckhart. Is that who it is? Yeah. He asks for a number and then... She gives him lots of numbers. Yeah. And she gives him, like, I've got this many kids, da 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 Yeah. So I've seen that bit and I don't know why I've seen that, but I have. That's kind of like the... You know, like... Is that the poignant moment that I've it's just kind of ruined? It's not a poignant moment. Uh, it's, a, it's a good moment that sums up her kind of character. Okay. She's feisty. She's feisty. Is uh, she like totes like... Is she aggressive feisty or is she like empowerment feisty? She's... Um, like baby uh, Aggressive feisty due to her situation that moves into empowerment feisty. Mm. Because of the way her situation changes. Shush. So, Very yeah. exciting. Okay, well... As you can tell, we're we'll, still 
We've we'll got plenty back. of popcorn. We'll be back. We've got plenty of Prosecco left. We've even got Maltesers now. It's very exciting. We'll be back after Aaron Brockovich. And we'll be back after that, so we'll see you again. Yeah. Oh, we're back. Oh, we just oh. finished Erin Brockovich. Okay, I need to turn it off. Hold on. Oh. oh. No. Hold on. There's too many remotes. Okay. Let's press pause. Oh, my Lord. Oh, I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. It was brilliant. Well, duh. <laughs> I mean, I've only seen it 47 times. Abby, did you like it? Did Albie you? loved it. Albie loved um, it. So, yeah, that was your first time. <gasps> oh. And based on a true story as well, which makes it all the more poignant. But, like I said to you in the film, like, doesn't it make it so much more powerful when it is a true story and you know that's yeah. really real? It really happens. And how nasty and it's people not are. like bullshitty, like, exaggerated because Evan Brockovich is in the film. So she's endorsed the film. It's not like... Yeah, so she's supported it. Because there's certain it. films about people where they go... Like Tina Turner... Yeah, does yeah. ...does not endorse the film, what's they've got to do with yeah. it. Because she said it was just ridiculous. Yeah. But uh, that was an amazing film, an amazing story. Amazing acting. But an unbelievable story. Like, I know that happens oh. quite a lot, that the big corporations, like, think they can do anything. But, jeez. That scale. That's insane. So, and also, the other thing that was insane, Julie Roberts' bra! Oh, what? well, yes, as, what did I comment during the film about my bra? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Are you serious? You weren't listening? No, maybe I was. I forgot. I've the fact that I second. said, okay, yeah, we are on our third bottle, but I said... She is making me realise I need to go for a bra shop. Oh, yeah, you need to go bra I need to, to like, like... proper bra fitting. We need, like, push-up and plunge and... And... and, and pur- purple leopard. Yes. I mean, my black and cream bras just don't cut it. Well, maybe they do. Well, they do cut and in sometimes. But that's after a Sunday roast. Yeah. So... Yeah, yeah great film. Yeah. Oh, Here so is... To Erin, yeah. Like, can you just that and just like smash? But I think we're gonna do. I think this is gonna. Happen. I think this I think is the future. Gonna, there's gonna I be a smash. Let's cut out the middleman. <laughs> let's cut out the glasses. Should we just, just get straws? Straw, uh, paper straws. Thank you. Not gonna choke the shit out of some fish. Um, or or those steel straws. Have you seen them? Oh, like the Oprah straws. Yes. She has like those metal yes. straws. Oh, yeah. that would be so That's what glamorous. I was thinking. Yeah, we could be like. Tanks. I mean, it wouldn't be glamorous when we were like literally blowing then, prosecco. Yeah. Well, I don't know. <laughs> Ooh, that was a nice sound. I know. Right? Oh, that was such a good film. I'm so, so glad I watched it. Okay. I mean, so you you realised why she was yeah. Oscar? And the the whole cast was amazing. Albert Finney. Oh. Unbelievable. So good. Uh, and then, there's no one else really famous. Oh, oh, obviously. The, um, good, Mr. the beautiful yeah. Aaron Eckhart, who I just fucking out. So, I mean, but. Something about a biker with long hair who looks like Aaron hmm. Eckhart as a biker with long hair. I've learned something new about you today, Pip. Long hair. Who knew? When, it looks, when it looks like him. Yeah. If it's one of the hairy bikers, no. <laughs> if it's Aaron Eckhart in Erin Brockovich as George, yeah. being charming and a babysitter. And just not, and yeah. Buying and buying jewels being... for no reason. Ugh, yes. absolutely. Men of the world, and like, the buying jewels for no reason. Very good plan. Very good plan. Flowers, well, Buying also. anything for no reason. Yeah, like, exactly. I love the no reason thing. But just surprises. And, and her little baby, Beth. Death. Oh my uh, gosh, so cute. Cute kids, gorgeous Bishop girls. Great film. Yeah. Great film. So now we're going to have a little moment. What are we going to do? Which one should we do? Well, I'm going to have quite a lot to drink. Well, I know, but we've been doing that. Um, we need to well, work out what we're going to... So we need to watch one or the other. So it's Stepmum or Steel Magnolias, which means I'm going to cry. I mean, cry. right. So there's either Steel Magnolias, which has the most amazing female cast of all time, which is Shirley MacLaine, Olympia Dukakis, Dolly Parton, 
Summerfield, Daryl Hannah. You won't be at Dolly Parton, to be honest. Or Stepmom, which is, which is Susan, Sarandon. Susan Sarandon and Julie Roberts and yeah. Ed Harris and somebody else. Well, Dolly Parton. I mean, Jim Wendell is, yeah. is it's like a rites of passage. Yeah. And there's so many quotable lines in there. Yeah. It's insane. But it shall make you cry like a crying child. Weirdo. Weirdo. Oh. Yeah. Okay. We haven't had any food today, Pip. We've got popcorn. What more do you have popcorn? Jeez, cry. We've had a liquid breakfast no, I lunch. I had a bacon toasty this morning with. Yeah, mushrooms. but I haven't had. All I've had is popcorn. Are we going to manage like another two bottles? We've got all those starters. We can have starters. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we bought the sample. The, and what's the, best the meal Christmas canopies. <gasps> Picky buffet! Love a picky buffet. So, we are going to have a break. Uh-huh. We're right. going to watch Still Magnolias. Still Magnolias. Yeah, let's do it. And we will be back after this. After these commercials. Oh, but the, Ooh, oh no. Squarespace. <laughs> Ooh. Casper oh, no. mattresses. <laughs> we don't even have any sponsors. We don't have oh, any sponsors. Ooh. Groomers Performance Intensive Detect... Oh, that's a, <laughs> oh it's a dog spray. <laughs> I just thought you were spraying yourself with it. I didn't know it's the dog to the last minute. No, it's because my dog is a matted mess because there's no dog groomers in the tooting area. Oh, but if you're a groom in the toot... Yeah. If you're a dog groomer, can you please get in touch? Because I am desperate. My dog is so matted. And I can't get the tangles out of his hair. It's driving me nuts. But if you're another kind of groomer in the tooting area, don't get in touch. (laughs) No, do, and then we'll report you to the police. No, 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 no. No. Get in touch and we'll be like Aaron Brockovich oh like God. get in your ass in jail. Get your boom. Jail. Boom. Yes, I got the boom bang, first. Bang, bang. Can I tell we you listeners? To edit this I wanted so to, well. to boom and you took my boom. I took my boom. You, I took your boom. You took my boom. I'm sorry, sorry. Because you preempted the I boom. I don't want any of this to be on the podcast at <laughs> all. I think it's absolutely ridiculous. No, um, it's hilarious. You're funny. So, yeah, so we're going to stop now because mm. I'm just threatened Vix with dog grooming spray <laughs> um, and we'll be back after these what do messages. What we say? Still Magnolias. We'll see you after Still Magnolias. Okay. Bye. See you in four and a half hours. Bye. What? Four and a half hours? <laughs> I'm joking. Shut up. Oh, jeez. Sound like a Hello. Welcome back to episode 18 of Two Bottles In. Not welcome. It's part three. Part isn't three. It? Or is it part four? Oh, it's like the Star Wars trilogy of two. Even Wars though it's in. part of four. <laughs> Is it four? Oh, I, I don't. think we've done three oh, parts I already. I don't care. Oh, we've gone on. So we have a confession, guys. We didn't watch a fourth. <laughs> no, so we watched Erin Brockovich, and we tried to watch Steve Madolias, but then children arrived. Well, two childs arrived and one teenager arrived, so it wasn't too... It wasn't no, I'm not talking about the teenager. <laughs> Children arrived and it was, uh, it was too much. We couldn't do it. No. So we, we abandoned Steel Magnolias, just carried on drinking. So now we are here with an actual, real-life teenager. Seriously, there's actually a teenager in the room. Not entirely sure what we're supposed to do right now. I don't know. And the teenager is Maddie! Yay! Hi, Maddie! Hi, Maddie! So we are going to ask, because I am 42, tomorrow... In, oh my God, your birthday's in an hour and ten minutes. Oh, my gosh. My gosh. And you are? 16. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, and Maddie is an actual teenager. She was actually 16 last month. A month today. <gasps> a month so we today. are going to ask Maddie about life as a teenager today. We felt this was something that we all feel we're really cool with it, but actually, we're we are, really we not. We are not we're down really, with the kids. really not. I have never heard of Post Malone. So let's talk to Maddie. Hello, Maddie. <laughs> Post Malone. Who knew? Uh, to be fair, 
I now I will admit that I knew about I knew didn't know who he was, but I'd heard I think it was two songs that I'd heard before Maddie had introduced me. Probably yeah. rock song, congratulations. Alright, so they're the two that probably recognise. Because they're the ones I did know when you were playing the songs when you first started playing Post Mode, there were songs that I recognised, so I didn't feel so out of the loop. But I had no idea who this tattooed man was. No. No. And I've looked at pictures. I don't find him attractive. Oh, I do. Why do you find... So what is it about I him? don't know, just the look. So so who who is Postman? Is he from America or Canada or...? He's from America. Do you know whereabouts? No. Nope. I just... did, but I don't now because I've got other things to worry about, but... <laughs> Yeah. I, Life is that way. Yes, yeah. exams are stressful, but I've got yeah. Um, so how did you get into him? Where did, did you find him on like Spotify or anything, or was it like? No, I knew him before then. He did a song with Justin Bieber. I had like an obsession with Justin Bieber. So is that how and you learned about him? I knew about him before, but that's how I got to really like him. Hmm. And then um, I was addicted since, and so I've liked him for ages now. And you're going to go and see him? I'm seeing him on the 13th of March. Amazing. At, at the O2. The, at the O2? Yeah. Have you been to the O2 before? Yeah, I've, um, yeah, I've been quite a few times. Who have you seen at the O2? I've seen Years and Years. <gasps> cool. Um, Amazing. Gay. Wow. Yeah, she loves Years and Years. Love them. Yeah. Um, I've met the lead singer, Ollie. Lovely um, Ollie, yeah. And then I've been to like Jingle Bell Ball, Summertime Ball. Um, okay. They're all these capital radio yeah. gigs, aren't they? Where they have like a load of different loads. acts. On. Who's like the coolest person you've seen? So far? I saw Justin Bieber, didn't I? Um, so far as years and years. Are they the best years. people that you've seen? They're the screamed and cried. Yeah. Really? <laughs> Every time I've seen them about six, seven times, and I've cried. Every time. Okay. Mads, what about Dino? Oh. <laughs> Who's right, Dino? do you know who Dino is, Pip? Dino, oh. How old's Dino? 16. Apparently Dino is an up-and-coming rising star for, is it Sony or? this? Um, it's, it's one of the big geez. labels. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I uh, need to find you. myself with being finger on the yeah, call. So who was it? Dino and who? Dino, Dino, AJ and Dino it is. AJ and Dino, there you go. She's yeah. Oh, I love Dino. So, Dino's another one that we don't know about, Pip. Oh, Jesus. You prided yourself on knowing everything about music. I usually got my finger on the pulse. Dino was 16 on the 23rd of September, so I should not have my finger on that pulse. But I could... Yeah, but if you had your finger on his pulse, it might be a little different legal matter. No, because I would be his father. (laughs) Seriously. Dino, I am your father. No, No, I'm 42 tomorrow. Oh. I can't do the thing on the balls with the 16 year old. Basically, we need to accept that we have no idea. No, about because what I, I is really cool love not. being like current and like, I know Dua Lipa, I know Justin Bieber. I don't know. Justin Bieber's old school babe. Oh, well, I don't care about Justin Bieber, but Dua Lipa and. and he went um, off the rails, Justin Bieber. Yeah. I was a fan. I mean, he was never really on the rails. So I want to know, from your point of view, Mads, who, it, like to you and Lucy and all your friends and everything, should I say a shout out to Lucy and Gina? Yeah. Wait. We've met Wait. them. We've met them, Wait. so we're allowed to shout out to them too. So um, to you guys, if I said the name Britney Spears, would you say, is that old school kind of music or is that yeah. kind of, yeah? Yeah. yeah. What yeah. about... Beyonce. Beyonce, yeah, I love Beyonce. Yeah, okay. She's good. That's okay. fine. Rihanna? Rihanna, yeah, a bit old Ish. Yeah. She's still okay. kind of, she's like old school, but still kind of... Still in. She does okay. the every, every now and then song. Um, who else do you like? Do you know. know who Take That Off? Yeah. Okay, the way you looked at me there. <laughs> does that, that mean like, are strange. they super old, but kind of like... Kind of cool. The old, but I had an obsession. I'm not, not sure what okay. everyone else Is that because of you? Do you give a shit about <laughs> the X Factor? No. No. Nope. And nobody else. What's does. like your what's what's the TV show that you love? Like what's a cool thing to watch? Kardashians. Mm, no, I don't watch Kardashians. Uh, why not? I don't it's find really that. Good. I just think it's so fake. Um, I think. What's the thing that you and all your friends are watching? Well, it's not really a thing that's going. It's not really. 
it's just Friday night dinner, and that's okay. And that's, that's yeah, that show. That's but that's something show. that you guys watch, yeah. Oh, we love it with the Shalom Jackie. <laughs> and there, no, that's cool. Yeah, because um, that's what we're trying to work out. With. Oh, oh, no more. Uh, oh, there is more. <laughs> we're on the fifth um, bottle, sixth bottle. And what do you do, like, on a Friday night? Like, what do you do? Where'd you on go? Friday night. Snapchat. Oh no, she's travelling here. <laughs> yeah, Friday night every every Friday for the last like four months I've been travelling here. They're like. And I come here and I just. Do you chill. go to house parties? Do you go? Um, what do you do for fun? There's some parties that go on, yeah. Um, what's interesting is that from so Mads obviously came over and spent some time with us in summer holidays and I said to Mads one night when she was here and I said do you not miss your friends do you not bother about seeing your friends and she said I see my friends every day and I couldn't work out what she meant and then I realised that they FaceTime every day they all Snapchat oh, yeah. FaceTime every day so of course they see each other every day yeah. which is mental that's ridiculous get your streaks now, this is something that maybe our listeners may not know about. Do you know about streaks, Pip? About what? Streaks? No. <laughs> that sounds like something uh, uh, groomed as a uh, 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 stag party. Oh, right, okay. Streaky uh, bake. Yeah, yeah. Um, so this is something that was quite interesting when Maz came and worked uh, at ours for two weeks at Mary Stokes. She... Um, she basically was explaining to people what all the terminology was from social media. Is it? So, like, she was ex- so. Do you want to give it, give the listeners an explanation of what streaks are? Right. So, when you snap each other on a red message, like a picture, you get a streak, but you have to be three days in to actually get the streak. And it's like an accumulation. No so, it's like basically, like you and me have to selfie or snap a, a photo to each other okay. for three days in a row what? to I get a streak so it's like we've streaked with we've, we've I'll show you of... mine and Lucy's oh my goodness look there it says 171 we've got 171 day streak so they've been snap they've been streaking for 171 days wow. snapping 171 oh days God. I used to have an old account do you think oh okay I have a so... question so hold on hold on hold on Yay! Um, <laughs> like, I don't know if you know any world that's different, but what do you think of social media? Do you think it's good or bad? I think it's good in a sense that you can contact and share stuff with your friends and brings people closer. But when people bully each other on there, is it happening a lot? Like, with you guys? I think. In your group? Well, like, not in your group, but as in, like... My group is a lovely group, so I don't think anything happens within that. But there are, I know that there, in your are, age group. there are people that are really horrible, nasty to people on social media, and it's really horrible. Like, people hate it, and... Uh, Do you think it's concerning? Do you think it's, like, yeah. serious? Yeah, loads of stuff, like, people... It's worse than, like, verbal or physical bullying, like, yeah. that happens in, the, in school. Because it's there, it's written down, it's a message, you can keep reading over it. Mm. No matter if you save it or not on Snapchat or whatever, because after, after 20, like, after you swipe off on Snapchat, it goes. But yeah. it's still, it's still going to be there, isn't it, knowing that you definitely saw that. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, and, we were saying earlier that, um, in the, in the old days, that I was bullied at school, but it was face to face. But then yeah. school finished, I'd go home, get on with my life, mm. and then I'd go back to school. And it, but with social media, it follows you. There's yeah. no, mm. there's Everyone. no three o'clock. There's no five o'clock. It's relentless. I can't imagine how horrific that must be. Yeah. I'm so. I think I'm so lucky to. Mm. I've not been there around that time. I don't think I would have lasted. I think some people use it in the wrong way. I think I've had years where I I haven't used it in the right way before. But when you when you do, it's it's really good. Like when you can be mature with it, when you're old enough with it. So what? Really... So what were you doing with it that you feel now wasn't the appropriate way I to use it? I was too young. I don't understand anything. So, so what were you doing with it? You could be open and honest. Like, what we, what were you doing that you feel now was not appropriate in the way that you were using it? Um, Giving as good as you got. I was, like, posting stuff that 
Well, I saw older people do it and thought it was funny. What, as in like, as in um, pranks or sexualized sort of posts or um, Both really. dissing people or? Both really. Like, it's the way people portray each other as well. Like, there's um, people post pictures of them in like half naked stuff and it's like, it goes on to other people. And it's like, I had Musical.ly for a while. I was on the UK leaderboard. I had loads of followers on it. And I had to delete it in the end because... On what? Musical.ly? Yeah. What's that? Where you lip sync to music. But some ah. people do standing up stuff. And there were so many kids that were rolling up their vests. And they still do roll up their vests just to show off their belly. They just about cover up their boobs and their bum and everything. And they always twist and turn their bum so it goes right in the oh camera. God. Jeez. And scary, I, isn't it? Yeah, my mum said to me, you need to delete it because otherwise it's going to get really serious. Yeah, because so. there could be people... I think the thing is, it's out there. It's just out there. And people don't get that once you put it out there, it's out there. Well, that's it's the not, thing. It, that, it doesn't like, disappear. And nowadays, with college applications, university, and with um, oh jobs, God, they search, people search your social media. They search your social media. They specifically find you and look at your social yeah. media to judge your character, your don't Facebook, they? Your Facebook, your Twitter, every yeah. single post you've ever done. Yeah. yeah, and they're all on there. It's all there, and they and you will not get a job interview because of that. Do you yeah. feel, um, you know, like, obviously, like it, it's obviously going to be different between boys and girls... Do you feel that one sex uses it different, more differently than the other? Like, do boys yeah, use it in a different way to girls? Definitely, definitely. There's more girls at my school that loads of girls feel pressured to send nudes because of boys saying stuff like, I'm not saying, I'm not trying to be... Send uh, nudes. Yeah, they always like, send nudes. But I know girls can do it as well. Girls can be proper bitches about it. But yeah. boys, mostly, I've had quite a few pop up to me before and I make jokes of it like someone said to me some um send nudes so I sent a picture of a nude eyeshadow palette yeah and then someone said and then and then he then goes to say lol I mean send me a picture of your pussy so I sent a, a video of, of a, the an adorable cats, cat the two cats licking each other yeah. and then <laughs> and then they went no show me your ass so I sent a picture of a donkey and uh. then, and eventually you were like, Donald Trump, leave me alone. Yeah, and, then, <laughs> and then they went, um, don't blue ball me. So I sent a picture of blue balls and then they blocked me. So it's like, you, you just got to play along with my God. Them. You know, men But I don't think many ridiculous. girls do what you do, Mads. Mm. I think yeah, there's, there's, there's a definite pressure to do that. And it's like a, a cool status thing. But my God, I hope more girls like you mm. and just be like... How do you think we can get through to, like, you know, people that are, like, your friends, not not your friends in particular, but, you know, like, people your age, like, how is it sort of trying to get through to them that, um, you know, this is sort of, like, really serious stuff, what they're doing is compromising their own self-worth, really? Well, I think what they need to do is know that they have a choice, and if they want to send it, then that's their choice, but when it gets spread round, they can't really go complaining. Yeah. Because it's their but own. But also, once it's there... Once, Once it's, it's out, out there. it's Once it's out, out. There, it's out. Yeah. It will never be deleted. Have you had any scandals at school about it? Oh, we've had loads. We've had people leave school because of it. Because oh of social media? God. One of my best mates Jesus. left. Jesus. One of my best mates left because of it. Because she was so embarrassed or because someone did something to her? Because she, she got pressurised into sending stuff. And she... Um, yeah, and then the boy... It usually says in Snapchat whether you screen record or not, and it says like such and such screen recorded. Um, he took a video on another phone or an iPad of it, and it went round. So, has there ever been an incident of where any action's been taken about that? They didn't do anything about it. Right. Can I suppose school can't do it until it's there's evidence. Yeah, they did have evidence. All they did was ring her mum. Oh, so they didn't actually take action against the boy. He, he ended up being a prefect. Oh. Wow. That's, uh... Oh. Yeah. Sorry. Oh. life is going to yeah, be very Yeah, the school special. is very messed up. There was someone that told um, my friend to go kill herself and she's now a prefect. Oh, my God. His are about. fucking awful. Like, I can't... I mean, I had it when I was at school, but it's, it's just relentless. Kids that, are awful. Yeah. They are awful. But this is because... And they don't understand the power of 
Langraves. Like, it's Lang- sensible to go and kill them. But this is all to do with sexualization, genderization. It's all to do with the way that you, you know, you you separate people, you segregate them to be part of a community that is oppressed and expected to op- operate in a certain way, and you're dictated to do something to be part of that community. So if you think like, you know, as young as, young as uh, you know, nursery, they're told to play with boys are supposed to play with boys' toys, girls are supposed to play mm. with girls' toys. When you get into school. Like, you know, like, the girls, like you were saying, are expected to exchange, for, for exchange for people, you being part of a group, you need to show your body. I think it's body. very bizarre because I think that boys are relentless to a certain extent. Yeah. I think... I think girls are worse. But I think, is that because they've got lower self-esteem? I think boys are more physical and girls are more emotional and mental. And I think... I think girls seek for attention more. I think girls know how to go for you. Girls are clever. They, they will manipulate They're more manipulative, they, they yeah. Will, they will find your weakest point and they will mm. go for it. Boys will just punch you in the face. Mm-hmm. There is something very bizarre about girls, teenage girls, and it takes a long time, in my experience as a gay man, being friends with women, that they move from being teenage girls to realising that they're women and they should stick together. There's something about that, because it's, it's almost like they're against each other. But that's and it's because, very spiteful. But it's think very about angry. it. Roll it back. It's because they've got low self-esteem. Because they're, they're expected by that. other groups, whether it's their parents, whether it's uh, boys, whether it's teachers, whether it's um, social media or you know famous people, celebrity um, social media. Like they are put under pressure to perform in a certain way, which therefore leads to a lack of self-value. Which means they feel yeah. obligated to and push someone else's buttons. The, the worst bullies, male or female, are the most vulnerable. Yeah, absolutely. This is what we've talked about, haven't I, we, Mads? Like, mean, we've talked about this. No, yeah. I'm a victim of bullying, but now, if I confronted my bully, mm. I'd be stronger than him. Mm-hmm. Because he wouldn't have a leg to stand on. Mm-hmm. Because, like... What, what has he done with his life? I've overcome everything and I could stand up to him and be like, and what? Like, if he called me a queer, I'd be like, I know. I've been that for quite a long time. Have you got anything else? And he'd be like, uh, you live in London? I'd be like, I do as well. Well done. You did good, <laughs> didn't you? And you live in a caravan with your wife and your 17 children. <laughs> How's your life? <laughs> I'd be like, oh, fuck yourself. I don't give a flying fuck about your life because, like, you, your weakness was um, transferred onto me. Yeah. And as much as I want to feel sympathy for that person, I don't know if I can because they made my life hell for a long yeah. time. Yeah. And I don't think, if I said to them, are you apologetic? I don't think they would even think that they'd done anything. But that's exactly the point, is so, that people don't realise, because they're putting it on other people, they're yeah. taking out their frustration and their low self-esteem on other people. That's what happens. Because you don't realise what you're doing. But I think there's a different thing with... I don't think that a lot of my bullies have low self-esteem. But that's the whole definition of being someone. No, I think that they were just really... But the whole thing about bullying is that you're putting someone else down because you don't feel confident yourself because there is something about that person that you're putting down that either threatens you or there's something about them that you're feeling... It's easy. In the book I read. But I would not... I'm not going to forgive that person. No, you don't have to forgive them. Oh, well, I'm just, that's easy. Mm. Because I'm like, no, I'm not easy. <laughs> no. I don't 
like you're not vulnerable you're you're very privileged you're very white you're very middle class you have so much going for you you're doing this because but they'll have an issue everybody has issues though there's some reason why there, there will always be a reason why. Mm. What were you saying about your book, Matt? Yeah, in the book I read, it said people only bully you because they have low self-value and they, they like they don't have anything better to do because they mm-hmm. have to bully you to make I themselves think that's, feel better. Yes. Yeah. But m- the, my point would be they have nothing better to do. Yeah, it's not about low self-esteem. They have nothing better to do. that particular group that bullied me. They have nothing better to do. They were lazy. And they they think it's like, fun. They think that it's just a t- thing to pass. But that's the thing by. because yeah. they've got you nothing else in their life. Entertain them. Yeah, exactly. And they've got nothing else in their life because. But I'm not going to put that to low self-esteem. It's I've got nothing better to do. I'm going to get for it. It's but not why? about low self-esteem. It's not about. I feel really bad about myself. No, they just wanted to really make someone feel bad about themselves. No, I, I disagree. Really My cousin Louis, he um. There was these people bullying this boy on the bus on his way to school once and Louis, rightly or wrongly, turned around and told him to stop and they then st- they carried on and they were like, shut up, don't tell us what to do. Louis turned around and punched them for it, for bullying this little kid they kept doing mm-hmm. for months and months and his school gave him a certificate saying thank you for standing up to bully him. So, the difficulty the is, is that it is such a different, you know, it's a very you know underground thing bullying you know there's not a lot that happens the whole point of bullying is for you know is that it happens behind closed doors the majority of the time so the teachers can't see it and parents can't see it so there's no one of authority to yeah, be able to, to so it's that difficult thing if, if someone's bullying you do you tell them do you tell your child you or do you any... tell someone to stop you it can't. yourself by physically or verbally well, Reacting. My point is, I couldn't tell anyone because if they were bullying me for being gay, mm-hmm. so I can't tell my parents. Yeah. And I speak on behalf of lots of LGBTQ plus people. You can't say why you're being bullied because then you'd have to come out, mm-hmm. and you're not ready to come out. No. Because you don't even know if you're gay yet. Mm-hmm. So they're calling you a faggot and a queer and. A puffer, and you're dealing with it as best as you can. Sure. But you can't tell the teachers, you can't tell your parents, you can't tell anybody. So you're on your own, and they're getting away with it because they just get away with it. And that's the point. You can't tell anybody. No. And I did not tell. I've I've still not told my parents to this day what that I was bullied at school. Yeah. And so many kids go through that because you have to come out. And why would you want to come out to your English teacher and be like, oh, because I'm gay? You don't want to do that. Nobody wants to do that. But that's the sole reason why they're bullying you. I think the world is slightly different. They pick it out every single time. And it's like, you're a faggot, you're a faggot, you're a faggot, you're a faggot, you're a faggot. And you're just like, I can't tell anyone about this. I yeah. cannot tell anyone about this. I think the world so has moved on there. I think there is, and not that I'm saying that it doesn't still happen. Of course it does, because it's up it to absolutely. Um, but I think the 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 through the generation things are changing. I think is the term. I really that so. really winds me up when people at my school go, "Oh, you're so gay." Oh, don't even I, get me I, started. On I that. always turn around and I'm like, "Do you know what that means?" Yeah. And Good. It's when, and the other day I shut someone down in my drama class because, and this is like the feminist in me coming up. They, turned around, yeah, they yeah. turned around to me and they said, um, you're such a pussy. And I turned oh. around and I was like, I was like, you know what? A pussy can do much more than your floppy little dick. Yeah! And they were like, they just oh, got shut right. down and just walked away. They didn't God. know what to do. And everyone was laughing, so... That's, that's what really winds me and up. the worst thing is that the people that call you a pussy or a mm. queer are white straight men who have not had any hassle in their entire lives. Yeah. They've got nothing to base this on. I think there's, yeah, like, I mean. Shut the fuck up. Go and get them a parade. Shut up. <laughs> I am not having this. 
never need to change the subject. I mean, no. Shut up. Shut up. Fight your battles. Oh, it must be really hard going to Weatherspoons for a drink. Shut up. Although, aren't all the Weatherspoons shutting down now, so they can't do it? I hope so. Wait, what? Yeah, I think all Weatherspoons are like... Oh, good. No, they can't be. That's my granddad's favourite place to go. Yeah, I'm oh, I sure hope they like, are they're, shutting they're shutting down. like a load of them. Oh, where are they going to go now to feel comfortable with themselves? <laughs> oh, no. What are they going to do? Oh, no. Are people going to chase them with baseball bats and grab them by the pussy? Oh, fuck off. Right, so, Madonna... <laughs> Um, Are you all right, honey? I'm just the, the rant out of you there. Um, yeah. Slightly, you no, know. Nosy parts. Yeah, I was just like, okay. Anyway. Anyway, just saying. Just saying. But isn't it refreshing to hear Maddie saying that stuff has been addressed? But you know, it, it fits, well, I don't, is that the word? It rubs off of me onto my friends, onto Lucy. My best friend, it rubs onto her, and she will. She turns around and says it now. And she come round here once, and Vix gave the little speech that she gave me when I first met Vix. And Lucy feels like a changed person. She was like, "I love it." You know, you see, when you know better, you do better. But that's it. And this is where I mean, Maddie and I have had plenty of conversations very openly. Yeah. She's sixteen, for God's sake. We all know what it was like to be sixteen. We don't want to be oh, talked to God. like we're a child because you're not yeah. anymore. At sixteen, you're not. You've done everything. No, you've tried everything. Done Your it. friends have done it and all. And you're dying to do more. Exactly. So why the hell am I going to talk to Mads like she's twelve? Exactly. So you know, Mads and I are quite open about stuff. And, and we've said, sound individual knows her own mind. Yeah, and so, that's what I've said to her. She has complete mm. ownership over her what she chooses. Yeah. It's up to you mm. and whatever you put out in the world. And this is what we've said, you know, when Junior and Lucy were here, we've mm. done the same thing. We've chatted about women have an opportunity. We have been oppressed for so long as a, uh, as a sex. So, you know, having that choice to be able to stand up now and go, actually, hold on, no, this isn't okay. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I know that we, that we've crown? talked about, Where we've talked brief, briefly about the Me Too stuff. But it ha- there is a movement at the moment that although we don't necessarily, the Me Too stuff still has a little bit of issues around it, that, that the whole movement about women standing up for themselves, gender pay gap, you know, stuff like that, we have to, if we can't do it, if we don't stand up, the haters will do it for it. It's like abortion. The pro, um, well, the anti-choices, not pro-lifers, the anti-choices have more of a voice than the pro-choice people. Yeah. Everybody yeah. who supports abortion doesn't say anything because they're like, duh, of course it's got to be part of what yeah. we're, you know, our yeah. choices. But yeah. pro-lifers and anti-choices, they are the people who stand up and shout and shout and shout. Yeah. They make more noise. They're the ones who are talking to their MPs. They're the ones bugging the MPs. So the MPs only hear the, the anti-choices. They only hear the people who are against abortion. They don't hear the people who support abortion. So we Where need to stand clown? up. Where we need clown? to stand up. Gay rights is the same thing. You wear the crown. Gay you rights is exactly the same the thing. We trans rights. For these we rights. Need, yes. We trans rights. We need to stand rights. up for these people as a group. We need to stand up we and say, hey, for these this isn't on. For you. Yeah. Women have rights to vote. And you now have that. Gay people have rights. Trans people have rights. And what the younger generation needs to do is to take that crown, wear it. And struck. But this is where because I am. You so need to appreciate yeah. the battles that have gone on before you were even born. It's so important that you carry on that crown, but that, carry on that wall. But the only way that, like, Mads and her friends and everything are going to know but about they're doing it. it. Well, but they are doing, doing it, it, but the only way they're going is that if we help them, you know, because this is the I thing. I don't think they need much help, I think you are slamming it. If you are talking to your friends about yeah. women's rights and about Me Too and I've really saying no since Dad and, and talking about gay rights and trans rights, you, but you, this is the you do you and you, yeah. you and say what you have the opportunity to have sense. right here is you have, because I mean, admittedly, when I first met Philip and all, all my um, friends at THT, like I remember us being sat at lunch and I'm going, okay, I need to ask a question. 
You remember when I was asking ridiculous oh, questions at lunch? Was it like who's the top and who's the bottom? Yeah, and, and things like that. Because I was like, <laughs> they are questions that people don't know the answer to, and they're scared to ask because they it's, don't want to offend. They don't want to. Yeah. Like, you should ask like those when, questions. When a man runs, where did I put the willy? Well, yeah, I mean, like, yeah. if you don't understand something, ask a question. Like, who's going to be offended? And this is what we were talking about, about trans people as well. The trans community, it's a very difficult one because you don't want to offend someone. But at the same time, if you don't know, you're ask. at more risk of offending just than just ask. asking them. Yeah. You know? Just ask. So if that's where... Yeah, like, if you're treading this, eggshells. Yeah, it. it's exactly. like people just who ask. are disabled. A trans person wants to be think. asked mm-hmm. rather than judged. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So ask the question. It's better to ask forgiveness than ask permission. Just go, I don't know, I want to know. So I'm going to ask. Mm. And that's it. That's all you have to do. It's if you're curious, it's nice to know that someone's actually interested in what's going on. Say you were disabled or something. So that's if someone's interested in what's going on. Yeah. yeah. I'll be more. So, yeah. I mean, that's one of the things, I think, is just looking at the, you know, social media now. It's all focused on one sort of trajectory. But it's up to you who are exposed to other stuff to it, to widen that trajectory and I think you know knowing people like me and Philip and, and all you know our friends mm. you know you'll be able to come you know you and your friends will be able to come to Pride yeah and, yeah. and really expose yourself and the mighty hoopla and the mighty hoopla dad, dad already got me going to Pride years ago when I was little yeah she went to Brighton when she was four she went to Brighton Pride oh that's no I think I was about six. Oh, were you oh I thought you were four we but, six or seven but still mad she went to Brighton Pride I when remember she was six. It all. It was brilliant. You know, it's like, it. it's like with Maxwell and George, who are three and six. You know, they know that our friend Andrew has a boyfriend called Gareth and they love each other. And they realise that they are in a relationship. <coughs> you know, like, being exposed to this as normal, mm. that is the key part of this. It's not special. It's not, you know, something yeah. that's unique. It's actually normal. Yeah. There is no stigma around normal, is there? No one stigmatizes no, anything I mean, that's normal. I mean, can you it's imagine if you just walked up tonight and I was here with a, like a girlfriend, you'd be like, oh, oh that's boring. Shut yeah. up! <laughs> I'd be like, no, I've got like a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> gay people are far more interesting. I've got, I've got two gay friends. Do you, do you really want to put that out there? I'm just saying. <laughs> I've got two two gay friends and they're bloody brilliant. Yeah, gay <laughs> people rule. I've got straight people. You got Charlie. Ooh. Charlie came to my birthday party. Right, you're outnumbered, Pip. Come on. Charlie came to my birthday party and he was so funny and lovely, like just really good fun to be around. And he's more like with the girls. He's he blends in, so it's like we're all really good. Do you feel he feels under pressure though? No, not at all. He loves it. He so he doesn't it. feel under pressure to be the gay best friend. That's no. my issue. No, not no. people feel under pressure. He loves it. Sometimes it's amazing to be the gay best friend. He loves it. And then I've got Oliver. And in year seven, I knew Oliver. Not Oliver. <laughs> oh, not our Oliver. Oh, I, knew, I knew Oliver was going to be gay when I was in year seven. And yeah. I said to him, I went, Oliver, you are going to be gay. And he was like, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. Obviously, for more pressure and stuff. And I That's went, what my friend Oliver I went, said. <laughs> <laughs> I went, just you wait. And then last last summer not the summer just been but the summer before he come out and I was like he went to me I'll give you a tenner if I'm gay and this is what he said in year 7 I was like I want that tenner now <laughs> I knew straight away did you away. get a tenner? I didn't get it oh you need to owe you but he, I see him every day at school now and he's like you alright man so I'm like yeah I'm good and he's all like we have a good old chat about everything so oh my god it's being normal that's the, that's the key part of this everything yeah. is normal it isn't not normal it's normal being yourself just, and being who you are is normal. It's dialogue. Yeah. Everything. It's being open I, and honest it, and normal. It's, it's bizarre. I never Not that, finding so. anything unique or bizarre or yeah, unusual. Yeah. They're so lucky to have you. Mm. Well. <laughs> no, but no, it's true. It's, tr- it's so you know, true. But I think having the most the important thing when coming out is having someone who's just going to be like, it's fine. Yeah. I've always said, like, I even said to him, I was like, if you are gay, I think I'm going to like you more than what you are now. And he was like... Wow, wow. That's what I said. He, suit, he suits it really well. So I just thought... But that's because it's who he is. Yeah. Oh, that's no. where the thing is. People, when when you realise who you actually are, you are better. You yeah. are more you confident. Are more you are you. You're more yourself. Yeah. So, of course, you're going to be the better you. <sighs> 
Okay, we need to end this podcast. Come on, we'll talk more. <laughs> You're going to get to it today. Um, okay, so. Well, this has been quite interesting, actually, hasn't it? We should maybe do another one with Mads. Um, so, so this is the end of episode 18. Yeah, it kind of didn't it's really my, end how we it's started. Is it my birthday yet? Oh, no, it's not my birthday yet. Thir- thir- yeah. thir- thir- 35 minutes. minutes. <sighs> Fuck's sake. Okay, but thank you for listening. Thank you for Maddie for mm. educating us on yep. the I'm sure there's more. To do. I, want to do, I want to do more. Yeah, Mad should do more. Um, so definitely. Many, so much more. We should do a whole podcast <laughs> we, on Snapchat. We need you to just like <laughs> drop in and be like, that's so old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but thank you for listening. Uh, it's my birthday tomorrow. It's thank you for being 25 minutes. Thanks for being the best friend ever. Best friend ever. Best friend at Mads. Oh. Cheers. Best oh, stepdaughter. Oh, 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 do we need bottles? I'll oh, do that then. Oh, just grab that bottle. <laughs> Let's just do it. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> right, well, and as usual, you can follow us on all the social medias. Uh, yes, at two, two bottles, bottles in underscore UK. So, guys, as oh, as always, we'll listen. Well, we'll uh, we'll hit, see you next time and look out yeah. for the update. And before next time, we will have watched *Simardolias*, so we will give you. A review. <laughs> I will force you to watch it. No, I'm, I'm. I think it needs to be a Sunday, not a Friday. Definitely a Sunday night. Yeah, Sunday we need to evening. A Friday. Yeah. No, Sunday afternoon. I'm very drunk. I've got to. Yeah, okay. we've got to go. Okay. Bye. 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 Bye